stories are fortuitous encounters. My name is Asadunibi, and every week I will tell you a short story written by a Nigerian writer or author. That's the long and short of it. So without much ado, this week's story is by Derek Ehirobo, and it's titled Suicide Date. Hi. I call. No reply. She just stands there, her face wearing no expression. The wind is whipping through her hair and I don't like that she's too close to the railings. Hi. I say again. And she turns her head slowly. Third mainland bridge. 3 a.m. I'm assuming you came here to worship the serenity of the large body of water under us. Home to fish and um, a ready coffin for people who, you know, jump. Still nothing. Look, uh, this is my spot. Can you please mind your business? She shouts. Her voice cracks a little, like she has been crying or she's about to. I am minding my business. It's, um, it's kind of a routine for me to come here, to look at the water with longing and then go home. Knowing I had the chance to end everything but chose to live. It's my way of giving the universe a middle finger. Mm, wow, good for you. Yes, mm, thank you. But, um, but you being here is ruining this for me. I, um, I don't know what your deal is, but, uh, if you're... Thinking of dying. Can you try tomorrow? Are you stupid? Well, I am. I do not think I am. But my mother used to call me that a lot. Along with um, other pet names like failure. Fool. And my personal favorite... You are not how demand your brother is. She wasn't 100% wrong though. I do not know why I'm bothering her at all. And I can tell she's not feeling too amused. I guess for whatever she's going through, she needs privacy and time to soak in her thoughts. So maybe I should shut up and mind my business. But I won't. I grab the railings tighter. And I try to slide towards her, puffing my cheeks and praying I do not slip and fall before getting a chance to annoy her some more. Hi, I say. Look at me. The weather forecast said today is not a good day. A good day for what? Jumping off a bridge. And what makes you think that's what I want to do? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. To be fair, that was not my first guess. 
when I saw you walking towards these fragile railings, like some kind of sobbing ghost, I am. Um, I thought you were just really hungry and wanted to catch a fish or two for a quick snack. You're not funny. My mother used to tell me that one too. A car speeds past us, sprinkling its light all over her face. I was right. She has been crying. Her eyes look red and tired. And her hair looks like she just climbed out of a roller coaster or survived a bar fight. I think I caught the side of her lips twitch a bit to form a brief smile when I said that thing about my mom. But I may have imagined it. My name is Ibado. I say and she raises her brows. Yep. When I was born. My, um, my parents saw my face and thought, Let us ruin his life in advance and name him Ibadan. It's still better than, um, being named Humphrey, in my opinion. She giggles, but then the laughter fades a little too quickly before she takes her eyes away from my face to the hungry ocean just beneath us. I use the opportunity to scooch closer. What is your name? I ask. Tamara. Shit. I was hoping it would be London. She smiles, but she does not lift her head. A chilling wind blows, crawling into my clothes and making me shiver a bit. It's a really cold morning and I am not wearing anything under this shirt. You have a fairly okay name. Why are you here? I ask, pushing my lock. Because it's better this way, she answers. I can't argue with that logic, but I can't let her go through with it either. Wait. What if we jump together? Like Romeo and Juliet type shit. Wow, typical me. I just meet a girl and I'm already considering a suicide date. Is it really? I ask. I know I'm not the right person to talk, but you might want to wait it out a bit. Look at me. I am bad at everything. At least you can wear shoes. She lifts her head now and it is to give me a puzzled look. Look at my feet, I say. She does and she starts to laugh when she notices I'm bare feet. <laughs> why, why are you... I never learned how to tie laces and well, I hate shoes. Ew. She comments and I think of how epic it would be if she jumps right now, name, Tamara, age, unknown, last word, ill, last seen by Ibadon, who may or may not jump after her. Okay, Tamara, can I tell you a secret? I ask, moving close enough to grab her hand just in case. So, 
Maybe we do not turn this into a suicide date and we leave this place together and maybe we fall in love and then have lots of kids. This would be the most epic how I met your mother story ever. I proceed to speak with a low tone so she would lean closer. She does. Her crazy lady hair briefly brushing my chin. You, you saved my life. I say and she narrows her eyes. How? She asks, almost whispering. Can't explain, but I knew I would give everything up today. That I would shout, Dear Father, and then I would dive to hell. But I saw you here, and it kind of ruined the whole vibe for me. So I am not dying anymore, and um, it's your fault. Oh, yes, but... Um, if I do not die, nothing gives you the right to steal my moment. So, what are you saying? I am saying that it's cold. I have been stepping on stones for the past ten minutes with my bare feet. We should leave this place and, you know, try again some other time. Derek Ehiobo is a writer, poet, and spoken word artist who lives in Edo State. His work has been published in online magazines and anthologies. You can find him on Instagram at Derek Imagines, where he writes poetry for a small community. Details and links will be in the episode description. If you've got a story you would like to be featured on this podcast, or a published book you want to make into an audiobook, send an email to info at osadumebi.com or send me a message at osadumebi on either Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, or Twitter. I look forward to collaborating with you. And if you've enjoyed this week's episode, please subscribe, leave a review, and tell a friend that stories are a good escape for a few minutes each week.